0: This is John Jackson Miller, author of Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, Knight Errant, Lost Tribe of the Sith, A New Dawn, Cantobite, and Kenobi. And you're listening to The Living Force.
1: Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. Hello, I say over there. A Utini Podcast Network production. Never underestimate a Troy. Episode 157 The Essential Legends Collection Overview. On this episode, new Star Wars books are almost here. Thank the maker. And the Utini crew talks about the Essential Legends Collection. And now, here are your hosts. Eric Eilison, Wes Jenkins, and special guest hosts Jared Mays and Emma Park.
0: Utini. Hello, everyone! Welcome to the Living Force Utini Network production podcast. Tonight, all about legends? What?! I know, it's happening, it's live, and I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me is a ver- very wide variety of hosts, that's right, tonight may in fact be the first time we've had hosts from three different UTD podcasts in one space, but I'm not checking the record, first of all though, we have the man who keeps me level, the man who makes the world go round, the man without which we would all be lost, Wes Jenkins. Hey, buddy. Yes.
2: First guest <laughs> announcement. You made For it. For the first time in TLF history, I get chosen as the first host.
0: Yeah. yeah. Host How's host? everybody doing? You know? You're a doctor now, legally. <laughs> you yes, did I it. I am. Well, I am so happy to see you, man. It's going to be a great, fun night talking to Legends. And come on, folks. Do you think we were ever going to talk about Legends with the one, the only, the Jared Maze of Legends look back?
3: Quick. We need stethoscopes on aisle three. Hold on. Yes. Uh, Also, cargo trailers. Just trying to do my best, Corey Hilton, for you guys. (laughs) That's
0: perfect. You nailed it completely. Welcome. We're talking (laughs) legends. So happy you did it. (laughs) I'm very excited, and of course, I'm also quite excited because we are rounding out our Living Force Legends Lookback and Cosmic Force Triumphant with Emma Park. I don't know why I'm here on this Legends podcast, but we're gonna have some fun. (laughs) It's gonna be great. You're here because Corey is sick. Um, we hope you're feeling better, buddy. And Charles just like having margaritas in his hometown and didn't want to bring a camera. I'm going to call you out, buddy. Fair. I love you, but it's fine. (laughs) I'm excited to be here, everyone, because, yes, we are talking all things the Essential Legends Collection this week. Because not only does tomorrow bring the release of Queen's Hope, which you can, of course, as always, read and watch the Uteni reviews the day it comes out. But also, Wave 4 of the Essential Legends Collection comes out. And before we get into all of that, a quick question from our chat. Justin, great question. What is this, a crossover episode? It accidentally is. Because as we (laughs) say all the time, we are all the Utini. We had planned to have Jared on the show from the beginning. Charles um, was going to be out this week, so we were planning it. We knew we wanted to talk about some legends. And then Corey legitimately just does not feel well uh, today, as happens from time to time. F's in the chat for Corey. F's in the chat for Corey. Uh, and is, and really for for his poor wife that has to deal with him complaining about being sick. Uh, Can you imagine Corey sick? That can't I be. Feel a fun, better, Corey. It chills thing. the blood, is what it does. But then Corey got sick, and Emma uh, says, "You know what? Yeah, I was streaming today. Yeah, I'm a full time student. Yeah, I don't know if I've read these books, but I'm gonna come be on the show." so it is yeah uh, thank you for
3: crashing my legends episode Emma. <laughs> oh, i love of it I'm happy you're
4: here. <laughs> anything for you man listen if anything this is gonna make you
0: look way smarter
4: <laughs> perfect
3: <laughs>
0: awesome well if you're watching us live tonight we see a bunch of folks in the chat already thank you for those f's uh, of course make sure to like and subscribe as we always do on these videos and if you're listening to our audio podcast hi we love you. We hope you're subscribed to the show. Hope you've reviewed it or rated it, whatever podcast catcher you want. And you know what? Airdrop it to some random person by you. You can airdrop podcasts. Just pick a, pick a phone that pops up and throw this episode on. Who knows? Hi! Welcome to YouTube. <laughs> That's UTV. a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on public transit, go crazy. <laughs> but also, speaking of people going crazy in a great way, tonight is the National Championship of College Basketball on TBS because we live in a simulation. But more importantly <laughs> than that bracket was the Utini bracket. We talked about this last week. There was a wonderful uh, moment last week where we voted live on the show in our canon and legends book draft, or Not drafts. What is it? Brackets, bracket. I guess.
5: Yeah, yeah the Tournament. legends
0: bracket and the canon bracket. We voted. Duel to the death. That was, that was it. There was a duel to the death, and there was one final duel to the death. And before I tell you who won, We want to give, of course, a thank you to our very own Moonflyer and Blind Fates for coordinating the whole thing. This was completely community-driven and just, again, amazed at the ingenuity of our Utini community. We love you all so much. The final battle was the canon winner, Light of the Jedi, and the Legends winner, Heir to the Empire. And there, folks, is the voting bracket with Light of the Jedi winning the ultimate Utini bracket. Folks... Initial thoughts on how this went down.
5: Uh, I feel I right
0: am, we, we, y'all go ahead. <laughs> I am. Well, oh, man,
2: I'm looking at this. Heir to the Empire beats out Revenge of the Sith novelization.
4: Wild, I duel. just got Very that's top not set. done. Yeah,
2: reading Revenge of the Sith, and I don't know how Heir to the Empire <laughs> could have possibly pulled this one off, but I can see I can see why I have a nostalgic. Part of me for *Heir to the Empire* because that was the first Star Wars book that I read. But *Revenge of the Sith* is very fresh in my mind, and it was really, really, really good. It is phenomenal. <laughs> we had a lot of
3: discourse, but first of all, I just want to say congratulations to the winner. You know, uh, I'm not going to get up on stage and slap you uh, or anything like that, but I, I do want to say you know, this is I'm very Coach K
0: of you, Jared. Very respectful, like like victory tour. That's nice. That was very nice. I'm
3: I'm just very proud that a Legends book made it into the finals, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, Even it, though it did they have were to, but it was good.
3: Guaranteed no, a slot. Still, it was yeah, pretty <laughs> exciting for me. Oh, we had a lot of discourse, and by that I mean everybody ganged up on me about my controversial <laughs> opinion they did. that Revenge of the it. Sith is not strictly <laughs> a Legends book. Right. And I'd like to think that opinion though no one agreed with one person. One person agreed with me. I'd like to think that opinion is what lost it for revenge of the Sith. Wait, so you're that saying that it's Sith. not
4: strictly a legend's book?
3: Not strictly. Okay, I can agree with that. Strictly. Yeah. yeah. A legend's it's, book.
0: It's <laughs> mostly dead. And there's a big yeah. difference between dead and mostly dead. <laughs> Come on. I we was... all know this. <laughs>
2: And you did say that you were kind of you were amazed that a Legends title made it to the championship. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, hey, it's, one that's, it's a Legends
3: title. I know. Yeah, it's but still, it's <laughs> still good to see. It's still beautiful. Right. I, I did, however, just order. Uh, hey, come into its defense. I just ordered a, another hardcover copy of the Revenge of the Sith novelization uh, because I wanted one on both my Canon and Legends shelves. That's no. beautiful. That's, so I like that's sweet. beautiful. <laughs> it's like you got to have your tent pole books yes! right there. I, <laughs> yeah. so. I will say it's going to be coming up again later in this episode, and you will not be disappointed.
0: I, I uh, cannot uh, books. I cannot wait. Uh, <laughs> but awesome, awesome everybody, everyone in that poll. And of course, and congratulations to Light of the Jedi, Utini's uh, most recent book of the year. So I'm glad to see that. I mean, the community showed up to vote for it then, and they did now as well. I definitely think this is going to be something that happens every year. And it was just a lot of fun. So, huge thank you to everyone that participated. I love putting sports into Star Wars. Y'all know that. And what's more sportsy than March Madness? So, well done, everyone. Congratulations to Light of the Jedi. And if you haven't read Light of the Jedi or Air of the Empire or Avengers of the Sith yet, do it. Um, Wes, <laughs> yeah, totally. you mentioned this in passing. But yes. I just want to reiterate we have crapped on you for years <laughs> for not reading Revenge of the Sith, and you—it is finished. You now have read this yes. book. Way to I want to give well, you the floor fully. Go.
2: I have definitely listened to the book, um, and JG beat me to it. He was like, "Everybody, I am reading Revenge of the Sith novelization for the first time," and I was like, "Well, so am I." I mean, so <laughs> is Stephen. <laughs> is too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Stephen too. Yeah. Um, but no, I. I had the time between um, Midnight Horizon and when uh, Queen's Hope comes out, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Let's see if I can fit this in in my commute to work." And I absolutely did. I almost started a new one, and it was going to be Jared a Legends title because I, have, I think I'm in deep with Legends now. Like every once Uh-oh. I finish these canon books, oh. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Getting into the Legends titles that I have already purchased that I need to finish. I know of exactly um, I did. eleven
3: to recommend that we'll be talking about tonight.
4: <laughs> well okay. but, but Wes, there's a key phrase in what you just said. You said that when you finish all these canon books, you're never yep. finished with canon books. You're just never <laughs> yes. it never
0: ends. What?
3: <laughs> that is the problem. Yeah. That's the, the whole thing things. about legends. There's a
0: contained number. <laughs> you yeah. you can finish legends. Like That's it's true. Possible. Yes.
2: So I can chip away at that statue until it's completely gone.
0: Well, congrats, Anyways. man. I'm glad Thank you me. got to experience it. It is it is a marvel. And it's also so great to hear that not only you, but other team members, other community members, continue to find Revenge of the Sith this many years after it's out. I mean, speaking of Revenge of the Sith, we have finally, this is a good transition into our Patreon, we finally set a date for our Revenge of the Sith commentary. We are recording this next week, and it's only, I don't know how many months late, but we love you all. We thank you all in our Patreon community for getting us there. And now mm-hmm. Wes will be able to reference the novelization as we watch. So keep an eye out for that. And we want to say thank you to our buddies over on Patreon, including Chris Carrizo, who moved up a tier and became a monthly pa- or in the monthly patron world. And we want to thank Andrea, um, who became an annual patron, which, again, helps us so much. Uh, Andrew- sorry, Andrea Lynn Krulowitz, became an annual patron, and that helps us so much because we now know how we can kind of make the year work. We know we can budget and all the not-fun, behind-the-scenes stuff. It really, really saves us and helps us figure out how is going to run. And if you want to be part of that community, you can head over to patreon.com slash Help us get to our next Patreon goal, which is the Infinities Uteni Network Multiverse event. Uh, maybe this is like a, a soft test of if that works. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that's Very what this true. week is. But thank you all so much for that. We love you all so much dearly. Keep your eyes out for him of the Sith very soon. Yeah, good guys. So, Obi-Wan Kenobi is a great dude. We all love him here. We're excited for his television show. Emma, Jared, you're excited for the Obi-Wan television show? I think that's uh, just, fair. Just a little right? bit. You know. yeah. I just bought
3: Jedi robes, so yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay fantastic, good. <laughs> so we have some news about that. Um, I can't imagine you're watching or listening to the show and you didn't hear about this. But if you did not, I would love to share it with you. Obi-Wan Kenobi was going to premiere on Wednesday, May 27th, the day before Celebration. We were all going to watch it at midnight and have Wednesday as a day, get plenty of sleep, and then go to Celebration all rested. It was going to be great. And then something shifted. (laughs) Ewan McGregor himself filmed a video. Well, he didn't film. It was filmed with him. He didn't, like, take his phone and be like, hi, guys. Um, (laughs) He was filmed to tell us that Obi-Wan is being pushed Two days. Sorry, I had to live in that for a second. It's being pushed two days, but it is being premiered with two episodes. That's right. The first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi will be streaming exclusively on Disney Plus Friday, May 27th, which is the night after the first day of celebration. How dare you give me such a heart attack when both of the doctors (laughs) are gone. I know. I (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, two episodes, right? Great. But also, Mm -hmm. why when I have to sleep and there's two hours now of Obi-Wan? It's a weird thing. I'm I'm happy, but I'm also, like, very worried about my health.
4: Yeah. I mean, listen, like, there might be some sort of possibility where they screen it to celebration on the Thursday. Who knows? We don't know. You know, that might be the case. The other thing that might be the case, like, maybe they're thinking, like, (laughs) oh, like, all of the Eastern time people are going to be in – you know west coast time so technically it's not 3 a.m it's like midnight
5: yeah but that's still
0: bad though it's, a good it's still point. bad it's a good yeah point. i mean we're not gonna get much sleep that week as is for us at celebration but but regardless i mean hey more obi-wan right more obi-wan is better of so very excited
2: what, what time does it premiere
0: midnight pacific so mm. Midnight. That's Pacific. Like, but you know what?
4: That's like no big deal for me. Like yeah. I'm a college student. You're in bed I stay by up two. till midnight anyway. You
0: yeah, know? you're in bed like, by two. Yeah. We're back at celebration by like nine or ten. Exactly. Emma, Not me. Exactly. Who needs sleep? I'm in bed by nine.
3: Yeah, in <laughs> the yeah, <Emma>, last <laughs> night I went I to bed drinking coffee at seven. Went to bed at ten thirty five and I woke up this morning and was like, oh, I gotta go to bed earlier. Like ten <laughs> o'clock at the latest.
5: Yeah, oh, I, well, I will say I've
3: made promises to uh, supply everybody staying at Freddy's house with coffee, steady stream of coffee for the week. Oh, I'll provide the coffee. Freddy's got the yeah. coffee machine, you. unless he's already packed it up and moved it. So let's yeah, we're gonna have some <laughs> we'll coffee see. or some we'll raw f- coffee beans.
0: We got Freddy yeah, just just chomp on them as we watch the show. Just, yeah, yeah, just crunch. <laughs> well, Quick, pick me luckily up. we don't have to wait that long to get new Obi Wan content because folks, we did get our first excerpt this week. Of Brotherhood, the upcoming book from Mike Chen that's coming out next month, and review copies also went out. Um, I'm not very far. I'm like two chapters in. But we did get to see the first excerpt on StarWars.com. There's also a write-up over at utini.com where you can see a little bit. There it is. Look at that pretty website that we built. Mm. Um, we talked a little bit about the excerpt and you know pasted the first couple paragraphs, but you got to go to StarWars.com to read the full thing. And in this excerpt, Obi-Wan Kenobi meets a Saj Ventress. Uh, mm. pre- uh Kind of steamy. That's <laughs> Not even just, the excerpt, but just the idea. No, you know? that's more
3: than I want to hear. I got it. <laughs> yeah, nope. That's
0: all we get. We're, I yeah, didn't read Obi-Wan it, and you got excerpts. me really excited. <laughs> I
2: decided not to read the excerpt as well. I don't want to be spoiled. Um, all, so. all I read
0: was the headline. We got the meeting of Ventress. Very excited for this book. Uh, but of course, if you want to stay away from excerpts, that's fine. Make sure you get your pre-order in on com at the release calendar. Make sure you get that because you want it day one on this one. But if you do want excerpts, head over there, read the whole thing. I mean, it's just a hype machine. We love Eric, it. We love how this goes.
3: I have to ask. Mike Chin has said so much about his love for, you guessed it, the Revenge of the Sith novelization, not Strictly Legends TM. Is <laughs> – how much how much Revenge of the Sith are we gonna have in here? We're we gonna have the dragon? He gonna mention that dragon? He gonna have Anakin's butt? You know, it's I can't wait. I can't I wait.
5: So. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously
0: we're still under embargo. All oh, I okay. will say yeah. is that the vibes. Okay? That's all I can say. Vi- vibes the are, vibes. Are, good. What if, oh,
3: are good. I got an idea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what if the audiobook is read by Jonathan Davis? The same narrator. Ooh. Who did Revenge I would like it hit.
2: I really enjoyed I really enjoyed his reading so I really liked it so I'm like going right now
0: audio Brotherhood audiobook Star Wars you can get it on Audible right now I'm looking at the page narrated by <laughs> Jonathan Davis I'm yes! not even kidding oh! <laughs> <laughs> Snap Did you know that no, already Jerry
5: No I watched it
3: live on the podcast here I did not stuff. know
0: that <laughs> That's insane actually That's awesome oh Okay all right Jared, great call. Great call. Whew. Um, get sweaty. Okay. <laughs> um, other great things. Other great things. Oh, yes. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Emma, you had to play a little bit of Lego Star Wars this morning, and that's coming out tomorrow, <laughs> uh, or, or currently in New Zealand. And that's all I'm going to say about that. That's uh, right. Emma, initial, <laughs> initial thoughts of Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, as I'm yeah. sure a lot of our folks are going to be playing this week. I mean clearly I am in New Zealand obviously. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's how you got to play.
4: Yeah, exactly. I mean I'm I'm in a new spot, so who knows maybe I moved, you know. Yeah. We, we don't we don't know. But We don't know.
5: Little, I little, little that
4: pro Kiwi tip. accent. Oh of course. Yeah, so I was born and raised. Um, but yeah, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Little little pro tip for you guys on console. Uh, if you set your location to New Zealand and your time zone to New Zealand, and restart the console, it thinks you're in New Zealand. Yeah. And that's like, what it's Tuesday. So theoretically. Xbox theoretically, only. Theoretically. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> Emma, anyways. I will say,
3: watching your stream, it yeah. made me... I've already pre-ordered the game. I wasn't going oh, to. Oh, wow. And I have, just from watching five Good. minutes of your stream. Oh.
4: I'm glad. Yeah. Well, I have to say, like first impressions, like hands-on, um, absolutely amazing. Like, the lightsaber combat mm-hmm. is incredible. I started out with episode one, so I didn't get a whole lot of blaster yeah. action because you mostly play as Qui-Gon. And Obi-Wan, um, there's a whole new, like, force mechanism where you actually, like, move the object yourself. And it's really cool. The open mm-hmm. world concept is amazing where you just, like, fly to your location. And the the stories are completely changed from uh, the complete saga game. Like, it's not the same... Uh, structure to the story at all. I mean, of course you have a level with Darth Maul, like that's obvious, but there's a level in Odagunga and we didn't have that in the first one. And uh it's just really great stuff. So I streamed all of the first uh all of uh Phantom Menace uh and then I streamed some of Attack of the clones Uh and I'm hoping, uh as long as I get my studying done in the morning to do another stream in the afternoon tomorrow. Uh oh. to maybe make it through the prequel trilogy. That would be nice. And then um and then I'll have to finish the rest of it on my own because uh, it definitely takes, you know, a bit of like setup to stream. But it was definitely worth it. Um, a lot of people were joining me in the chat. It was a lot of fun, and just to experience it with everybody for the first time was great. Because I mentioned at the top of the stream, like. The Lego Star Wars game is literally how I experienced Star Wars as a kid for the first oh. time. And it like has such a special place in my heart. Like I learned the characters' names from this game. Like that's how yes. serious I am mm-hmm. about this. And I, I even mentioned like uh during the Phantom Menace one, like I thought for the longest time it was Captain Pancake. Because I can read it,
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I but no, it. it's,
4: it's like it's Panaka, but it, you know, I always like I was like, oh, it's Captain Pancake, <laughs> like yeah. But um, so yeah, those games have a really special place in my heart, and just to be able to like stream the first time I opened the game today is is really special. So thank you guys for for joining me in the chat for those that were able to, and if you weren't, and if you want to see it. Uh it is still on our YouTube channel and uh you can probably catch me tomorrow afternoon as long as things don't uh explode in my personal em- life. <laughs> Emma, two
3: things. One one, did you just say there's a level where you like a Darth Maul level?
4: Yes. He's like a big boss that you fight and it's great because this oh, game is it's, fight. it's, it's okay. almost like a shooter game. Like uh like you can block it's like battlefront but in lego like you can use lightsaber <laughs> blocks yeah. and you can like deflect the blaster bolts and then you you know do like combos it's, like, it's crazy and then with the blasters you know even though i didn't get to play a lot you can you know press the left trigger and it aims and then you can press the right trigger and it mm. fires it's like a shooter mm-hmm. it's crazy
3: oh cool emma i will say you talk about you know playing it as a kid yeah i remember being like i don't know preteen. a and it was announced, and I remember like reading it in Game Informer magazine. Game Informer. I wasn't yeah. like reading yes. news on the internet; I would read it in a physical magazine. And then I like Imagine ran. The so kitchen. expensive. <laughs> I ran to the kitchen and showed my mom. I was like, "Mom, they're gonna make a Lego Star Wars video game," and she was like, "Okay." And uh, I just I, I was, like <laughs> circle it and like, they revealed Kiati Mundy was gonna be uh, like, oh an unlockable gosh. character and I didn't even know he was a polygamist at
4: that point. I mean it
3: was a similar <laughs> world.
4: That is one of the few so legends references were... I know because you made me changed that. his time
3: zone.
0: <laughs> is that is that one of the new levels?
4: <laughs> <laughs> the new one with the Kiati Mundi polygamist level? <laughs> cannot confirm, but uh maybe is it it to come.
0: anyway. <laughs>
5: oh, very fantastic. Very exciting. Oh, no for that and as i
0: said yes check it out uh if you're unsure and you want to be like jared you want to see someone play it and then pre-order it check it out on the youtube channel and let us know what you think too if you're playing send us your screenshots and all that stuff very excited and of course tomorrow got april 5th is just a ton of star wars day because not only is that coming out not only are these (laughs) books are coming out we're going to talk about in a second but as we said earlier in the show queen's hope by ek Johnston does come out Currently, over at utini.com, you can read. We had a little interview with E.K. Johnston to talk about ending the trilogy of Padme. Um, she talks about her journey, talks about writing these characters, what she's going to miss. And it's our first uh, our first kind of exploration with, an, with a written interview. It was very fun. And we thank E.K. Johnson again for, for giving her time and answering some of these questions. So go to the website, check out E.K.'s words about it, and make sure you pick up the book tomorrow. We will always have our reviews day one, so there'll be the written review at eGenie.com and the video review on our YouTube channel, uh, depending on how you want to, you know, take that content. So, happy Padme week, happy Queen's Hope Day, happy LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga Day, and happy Essential Legends Collection Day, and um, happy, I hope, that you got paid last week day. But... If you're already looking to the future because you're a little impatient, that's fine. I'm not gonna blame you. You gotta go to the release schedule overanchini.com and you gotta check out Brotherhood by Mike Chen and apparently the audiobook narrated by Jonathan Davis, uh, which is coming out on May 10th. And then of course Shadow of the Sith by Adam Christopher, uh, we talked about coming out on June 28th, and Padawan by Kirsten White, which is coming out on July 26th. So you got tons of Obi Wan. You got some Luke in there. You got some Lando in there. We do have a High Republic break, but oh my gosh, are we going back to some of our classic favorites. Tomorrow, April 5th, marks the third wave of the Essential Legends Collection initiative. Kind of like the Avengers when you think about it. And we are going to see Kenobi, Darth Plagueis, Darth Bane Dynasty of Evil, and Wedge's Gamble, the second Rogue Squadron book, as it's now being called, um, all being released. And tonight, we're going to walk you through the Essential Legends Collection as an idea. Uh, we're gonna talk about what it is, what we think about it, and then as we go further, we got uh well we got a little fun things planned, but yo, let's just start out with the very basic question. What is the Essential Legends collection? Oh, we have a guest star! Marvelous! <laughs> she oh. say Hello, young maze. This they is beautiful. Hi. Hi. I love seeing people in active dad mode. Hi. Hello! Hi! They can't hear
3: you, but she's that's all right. happy. To, yeah, she came up to say goodnight. She's upset I'm not doing bedtime.
0: Oh, oh goodnight. That's all right. I would say, honestly, care if, if you did bedtime for me and I missed it, I would be upset. So, I you do yes. a great bedtime.
3: <laughs> we read Power Rangers comics every night.
0: <laughs> that's Aww. the best! Maybe it's more for you. <laughs> all right. Well, if you can't read a Power Rangers comic, you can at least read a Legends book. So, folks, I want to ask. We have an, uh, a remarkable... Uh, spread of legends reading on tonight's show. Uh, Jared, roughly or exactly, how many legends books have you read in your life?
3: Oh, I uh, should know this. Dang it. All right. Legends books. I want to know. You just posted it the
4: other day, didn't
3: you? No. Emma, I've got a list of... You should have asked me before the show, Eric. I I love Star Wars books spreadsheets, and I would have done this. Okay. I am exactly... we do the math here. It's going to take some big brain math. 280 Star Wars books, Uh and I've read every single canon novel, Uh adult canon novel, plus YA and middle grade. I've not read all the Servants of the Empire. All right, it's going to get too technical. (laughs) I am exactly 18 adult Legends novels short of having read them all. Plus, I've read all 40 Jude Watson books, plus some other random ones, like you know heart of the jedi that doesn't count but i read that whole friggin' thing you so wow you know like 200 i'd say 200 legends books all right so i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna on the, on the paper i'm gonna put you down for a lot all right great <laughs> 200 is amazing that is an, an achievement yes. wes um what'd you read you scrub
2: <laughs> <laughs> legends <laughs> books I Legends mean. books there's my Legends Corner right there. You <laughs> see it yeah. right there. <laughs> the, you got a got Legends nice Wall, backs. Wes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I have read. Well, I've probably read ten, ten to ten to twelve that Legends books.
0: That could be books. worse. That could be worse. That's, proud of you that's really respectable. Yeah. It's getting uh, worse. Yeah.
2: And then you made me. Then y'all. Then y'all made me read canon, start reading canon books. So, we, yeah. we gave you homework. I. I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Emma. What
2: about you? Make it worse. I am
4: so ashamed right now.
0: Oh my gosh. Say it. One. Do it. One. Which one is it? <laughs> one, Emma. I know what it is. Know. I know it. I know it. I know it.
4: He, okay. I know it. Do you Shadows guys of the guess? Empire.
3: Oh wait, oh, no, it's I'm... two.
4: It's two. It's two. It's two. I forgot about that one. I'd blocked it out of my mind. No, the one I was thinking that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The one I was thinking of is um uh Shatterpoint. We did a roundtable on that oh, when I was right. filling in and Legends Look Back. Yeah. It, yeah.
3: So an I've, I've done Legends two Legends Collection book? An
5: Essential Legends Collection Book? Yeah. I remember right, listening to enough. the
4: audiobook because they do audiobooks with some some or all of the essential I don't know. But I listened to that. the We'll get to, one get each to that. Leaf. Yeah. I but I listened to that audiobook, so I I remember that. So it wasn't too I long also ago.
2: recommended Shatterpoint to all a friend. Right. So. I,
4: I so liked it. it. It also had some yeah. um, naked.
2: <laughs> yes. uh-huh, it did.
3: Yep. Good. Yeah, it did.
0: All right. All right. Let's it also naked. had
3: some naked. It did. <laughs> it had <laughs> some <laughs> naked. She didn't say nudity. She said... No. <laughs> <it also.
0: laughs> Does this book have some naked? <laughs> Ask your local Barnes and Noble seller next time you check out your latest one
2: edition. One. <laughs> 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 this <is Andrew. laughs> Oh, let me clip that real quick. The there you impact. go. There you go. Does it have some
4: naked?
0: Uh, I would like four nakeds, please. Um, and yeah. then they'll probably
4: wonder if you can actually read a book
0: <laughs> with that sentence. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm probably more so. I'm near you, Wes. I'm probably in like the twenty to thirty-ish range of That's legends no new word books. Near me. Um, <laughs> like I'm more so the Jared, Jared is like you're that kid yeah. that like sets the curve for the class. And the rest of us kind of like filter in. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I but I like this because the Essential Legends... Colleg- Le- this is how the intro started. The Essential Legends <laughs> Collection. Hard, I've messed this up a hundred
3: times on Legends it's, Look Back.
0: Thank you, Jared. It's hard. Times. It's rather hard. The Essential
2: Legends Collection. Mm, so easy.
5: Go ahead.
0: Cool, Wes. <laughs> 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 the Essential Legends Collection basically exists because... Well, to make money. But other than that, it exists because... <laughs> Legends can be a tough thing to get into. A big reason why Utini has articles about Legends. Why Legends Look Back is so good at bringing people into the fold, talking about Legends on a weekly basis, things like that. But it also exists to say, hey, no matter where you are on your Legends reading, you can probably value these. Uh, value these books, value these editions. So, Jared, as a seasoned Legends reader, why do you personally value The Essential Legends Collection. Like, what does it add to a reader like you, of a listener that's maybe read somewhere in, like, 100, 200 Legends books?
5: Yeah,
3: I've got a speech about this. Wes, can you cut to the one? Here we go.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing.
3: (laughs) The other day, I was in my local Barnes & Noble, and I went over to the Star Wars section, and my kids were like, why are you going over there? Don't you already have all those books? And I was like, what if I don't? You know? (laughs) You never know. You ever thought about that? It's frustrating thing to just walk over to the star wars section and to just see star wars star wars star wars star wars star trek hey who put that here uh, and then Rick, <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason to how they're organized they're not in chronological order they're not in publishing date order they're not in uh, not even in the right eras like trilogies are separated it's a disaster Some are down low on the left side. Some are up top on the right side. There's some reference books thrown in. Legends and canon
5: are mixed.
4: (gasps) Legends (laughs) and canon are mixed, Emma. (laughs) It is
3: a nightmare. There's no way, as a new reader, you could possibly know which Star Wars book to pick up. Sometimes I kind of hang out around the corner and wait for people to show up (laughs) so I can make a recommendation. Um, Then, you know, after I get out of the handcuffs, I eventually tell them (laughs) that we've got a website for this sort of thing. Not everybody knows about the website. Having the banner on the books is great for new readers. You can see Essential Legends Collection. Boom! I'm going to pick this sucker up. Um, it is excellent for that. It also serves the double purpose of uh, those of us who love Legends books get to collect it with new art in a new form factor. I love the way these suckers feel in my hands, and oh man, it's just it's a new everybody York Times wins. Best smeller. Everybody yes. wins, even your <laughs> nostrils. That's right.
0: Yeah, I, I could not agree more. I mean, for, for folks like us that love various editions, that love, like, whether it be the hardcover. Like, yeah, on Legends Lookback recently, you all talked about the differences in your collecting last week with your the paperbacks or the mass market paperbacks or the hardcovers. Like, there is so much fun to be had in that. But if you are a Legends fan, there is a finite limit that you would get to. That I, I've gotten all the editions I can. That is now no longer a possibility until these books come out. And now like we have Kenobi here, again, coming out tomorrow, which already had a pretty great cover. I think the Kenobi cover in Legends is pretty – it's simple. It's Ewan. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. But now we get a new way of thinking about it. The Plagueis one is way more different. The Bane ones are a completely different universe of artwork. And I think that's a really cool way for seasoned readers – to be able, like you said, Jared, I think it's a great way to think about it, get that little collecting high again. Get that little bit of like, ooh, there's a new thing that I know I love that I can pick up, uh, which I really enjoy. But now, now Wes, Emma, as new readers, like Jared said, it makes it easier to pick up. But is there other reasons that, like, for someone that's read way less Legends or doesn't really know anything about it, that you would like this initiative that it's kind of, you know, piqued your brain a little bit in other ways?
4: I think, like, um, I mean, Jared touched on it, and this feels like such a silly thing to me, but I'm going to say it anyways. It's the size of the book. Like, and I know that sounds so silly, but it's, like, it really feels nice in my hand. Like, I I read along with the Shatterpoint one, and it's nice. Like, I need to read Kenobi. Like, I need to. Mm, Perfect. Everybody I know has read Kenobi, and... I have not, and I need to do it before the show. And I have the mass market paperback; it's been sitting on my shelf for, you know, God knows how long. And how I really want to pick up this version because it's, it's just like it feels so much better. But like, also generally, I mean. Just someone that doesn't know a whole lot about Legends, I mean, even though I've only read like two Legends books, some Legends comics, like I listen to Legends look back every week, so I kinda generally know like mm. what you know all
3: the memes, so there's yeah that. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> That's, That's the
4: all key. you need to know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I kinda generally know like what is, you know, considered to be generally good and entertaining and what is not. However, these kind of like make it almost definitive in a way. Like yeah, yeah you should it's really a stamp read... of approval. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you should read Plagueis, you should read Kenobi, you should, you know, read the Darth Bane trilogy, like, and these are all books that I'm like, these are like top of my list when I get some extra time to do so, because, and that was even before they were Essential Legends collections, but I I feel like, I feel like everybody kind of has this consensus that like, yeah, these are really important, even if they're not canon.
0: Yeah, and Emma, more importantly, it's way easier to put a paperback in a backpack on your way to your summer job and of read course. it during breaks than it is a hardcover.
4: Of course, and you don't yeah. want to right? damage the hardcover. Not no. that $80
3: mm-hmm. hardcover. No. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> With those new paperbacks, can you open them, and would they stay open Like if you put it on the table? For
3: the or? most part. Not at the very, the very most beginning not, and not at the very end. Not, there's a sweet yeah, well, spot in the
0: middle. Like if I like if you balance, you know, like they yes. they're much easier to like oh, I'm just going to like read it like this. I don't know why you'd read like this is a terrible way to read a book. Like Well, I, I if like you're like if you have the book way, on a table. Yeah. a Bible in one
3: yeah. hand yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There there is a more like the the size of the paperback, which is again, hi, welcome to the Star Wars Book Nerd Podcast. The size <laughs> of the paperback. Paper. <laughs> um it is a very real thing and I think that comfortability yeah. when you're reading like I I don't yeah. like digital reading which is hilarious because every canon book I read for review is digital. I love you. Thank you to Del Rey and Disney Lucasfilm for offering those review copies and allowing us to review Star Wars books. It makes my life amazing. However, the physical – the feel of of carrying these books is so nice and it's so good. And I also think to combine both the feel and the design, the fact that there is such uniformity in design is something that we're starting to get with High Republic again. Like the spines of High Republic books – are starting to be a little Legends-y. And, of course, Jared, Obviously, you know, the spine design of Legends series is pretty beautiful. I mean, your Fate of the Jedis, Legacy of the Force, like mm-hmm. seeing all those babies in a row is on a, <laughs> on a shelf is really lovely. <sighs> yeah. And these guys, I mean, the cleanliness of just like the black spine with the gold lettering and then the little thumbnail is like seeing now at this point. Okay, this, yeah, wave, okay.
3: Let's talk about that. That's amazing. Yeah. You put Let's the, Go. You put the Hit me, Joe. Oh, I got so excited, I froze my camera. All right, here we go. You, I loved it. The, the art <laughs> is on the on the book spine. <laughs> the art is on the spine. Now, all right. Shout out to our buddy Stephanie Mac in the chat. Stephanie tweeted earlier today in response <clears throat> to a tweet about you know the hype for this show. She posted a picture of it. Do you guys see this? All eleven yep. essential leg- legends. Oh, I gotta look at this. Friggin' can't on say Twitter, this. Twitter. It looks incredible. All eleven ELC books. Spine to spine. And the more of them you get, the better they look together. It looks amazing.
0: It, it It's kind of like, you know how back in the day, you knew that one kid, or maybe you were that one kid that just had all the Encarta encyclopedias. And you go over, and there's the line of encyclopedias on the shelf physically. They just look so pleasing. And all, And if, you know, all my Bridgerton heads out there, I see you. All the Regency libraries that had all the leather bound books, like they just look so good. And, weren't like
2: George Costanza and just bought V or W or what? He just bought the one <laughs> because he didn't have
0: money. That'll not just sense well, memory. Yeah, right. you're right, Wes. Right. Wes. <laughs> Wes, hey, good job. Good Thanks. job. Good reference. So aesthetics are great. It helps new readers get in uh, because legends can still be a bit difficult to get into for the first time. And I find it interesting that, you know, some of these books I think are great choices. I, I remember when they first announced this wave, uh, the, uh, the first wave, and Shatterpoint was announced. Some of us were like, okay, all right. That's one I of the first
3: I that their are sleeper hits.
0: Yes. So if it was yes.
3: all you know, Utini Tier A, however we rank these things, you know the the reading order Tier right, One right. books, that would be like okay, sure we saw it coming. Uh, nobody's surprised to see Kenobi or Plagueis in there. We're excited mm-hmm. to see them. We're not surprised. I like mm-hmm. I liked it as a Legends fan. They can still surprise me. That's fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is really cool because you cause you got you know so much in Legends, and there is there is that joy in IP content of learning something about something you already love. That is a very unique yeah. thing that we all get to experience, uh, which I super enjoy. And there's one other thing I want to mention about the co- the comp- composition, not composure, the composition of the books. Uh, before I actually want to get into the waves and talk about, like, what we love about each wave, what are our favorite little contents, you know, all that, all that stuff. One of the things I really love that they've started doing, that they did, I believe, with some of the books to start, but now every book in the latest wave does have – that was a nightmare of a grammar sentence. Um, <laughs> oh, we're with you. That was all right. All it's right. Okay, we'll I'm, I'm following you. I'm following. You. Yeah. So you they have, have the your naked. Regu- yeah. <laughs> what, they got naked. <laughs> so your regular paperback book um, in the Essential Legends Collection. You got the whole book. You got the acknowledgments, all the good stuff. If it has an epilogue, it has an epilogue. But they are encouraging further reading now in this series by putting excerpts of additional books in the back of all of these. And, again, thank you to Del Rey for sending these copies in early so I could show these ones to you that Kenobi and and Bane both have Light of the Jedi in the back, which I find fascinating because they're saying, hey, if you're liking these Legends novels that we are publishing again and we are admitting are amazing, we want to get you into the current books. However, Mm -hmm. you also have, like, Wedge's Gamble has... The Kratos trap in the back of it because they're like, here's the next one. And then Plagueis er, has Darth Bane, Rule of Two, which is also, like you said, Jared, surprising because that is ding ding. The second book in a trilogy. But I don't know. Eric, Um, have
3: you cracked Kenobi? (laughs) Have you looked in the back of Kenobi? There's a surprise.
0: In the back of Kenobi?
3: Yeah. Look at it. We're going to see his reaction live on the show. There's not a book excerpt. There is an entire short story. What? Yeah, Incognito is supposed to be in there.
0: Oh, it's not in the Essential Legends Collection version.
3: Yeah, yeah, I thought uh, John Jackson Miller tweeted it.
0: Oh, not it in not? this one.
3: Okay, misinformation, no. fake news. There no, is so a short right. story in the back of <laughs> oh, okay, Shatterpoint. Yeah. Shatterpoint yeah. has equipment by Matthew yep. Stover, so there's that. Okay. Oh, we'll see. Oh, we'll see if my edition has it. That'd I know. Cool. <laughs> Was he All maybe printing. talking about
4: the Kenobi like leatherbound thing?
3: That's kind of nah, I don't know. I'm, no, yeah. I'm dis- I had a reveal. I was going to surprise Eric on the show. I like show. it.
0: I didn't know it was on Point <laughs> though. And I think that's one of the cool <clears> throat> things throat> though, about these is that you do get to decide where you want readers to go. Legends readers usually are buying older books, and they're just reading. And whatever was part of the publishing strategy back in the 90s or the early aughts, that is kind of what you're tied to. But now you can take the modern-day public uh, publishing strategy and take these readers kind of like what we try to do at Utini is read this mm-hmm. old book but then you got to go somewhere else to continue your journey. I think that's super fun.
4: I mean, Jared, so, like how do you how do you feel like as a huge Legends fan about having a canon excerpt in the back of a Legends book? Like wh- how does that make you feel?
3: Can you see my eye twitching? A you know, little fingers? bit. <laughs> All right, here's the thing. It's a phenomenal <laughs> book. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. We at E are pro canon and pro Legends. I, as one of the more rabid Legends fans in in all of Utini, uh, have read as much as or or more than uh, grammar. I've read a lot of the canon, yeah. and <laughs> so I don't have any compunctions about Light of the Jedi. Do I like that Light of the Jedi has a Legends banner? Kind of. It's like uh, kind of like we're punking canon. It's like, ha. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I, I do that think is it fun. is a great... Rec- I, I probably recommend more canon books to people than Legends. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit easier to just kind of start with. But now we've got the Essential Legends collection. So, yeah. yeah. I'm Mixed exactly. feelings. I'm a mixed feelings. <laughs>
2: like de- Depending on who you ask, like if you were asking for a recommendation for Legends, let's say I ask between a people of Jared, Corey, and Trevor Davey. And they say, what is your favorite, like, what book should I start with Legends? I'm going to get three different answers. Right, right, right. These these Legends, like Essential Legends Collection, like, they will give you a starting point. So you can go through all of the all the Legends books with the Legends banner and all, you know, <laughs> catty-cornered and on different <laughs> shelves. And you're just trying to find out the right one. You're like, God, which one do I start with? Like, well, I just saw Kenobi regular Legends banner, and then I saw Kenobi Essential Legends. This has got to be something that I should at least look at, right, and not and not put down. Yeah. So, yeah. Like at least that give down. you, like, like yeah. you're saying, Emma, a definitive, a definitive like collection of. But I mean, it's just in, it's in the title, whatever. Is essential, it's, it's, it's essential. Right. I
3: also it's do essential. have a, cl- uh, a correction. <laughs> found I, I fact checked myself. I'm ashamed to say I was wrong, mm-hmm. and. Yep. But... What's that? Here's the good news. If you want the short story, Incognito, by John Jackson Miller that ties into Kenobi, it is the lead story in Titan's Star Wars Insider, The Fiction Collection, Volume 2. Available at uh, utini.com through the Amazon like, link in the profile. Oh, I can't right.
0: reach it. It's down there, but yes. Yeah.
3: So it's in there. You can still get it.
0: Okay, awesome. That, that's also one of the hard things about Legends and those short stories is finding them. And I'm glad we're getting those as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, before we go into some some other some other meaty uh some meaty parts of the show, some futuristic ideas. I wanna go just wave by wave real quick with you all to tell people, first of all, just what's in this collection, book by book, and kind of figure out what Delray was thinking, why were these books chosen, and maybe talk about some of our favorites if we've read them. And of course we're gonna start out and I'm gonna see if all my books won't fall down next to me. That's the real key. We're gonna start out with wave one. <laughs> What started it all? And let's be honest, if this hadn't sold very well, it probably would have stopped it. Because, you know, we like legends and we like books, but it's all driven by what people buy. So we're glad y'all did. The first wave of the Legends, of Central Legends Collection featured these three books here Darth Bane, Path of Destruction, Shatterpoint, and, of course, the Legends Bracket Champion, Heir to the Empire. So, first question, y'all, I just want to get a base idea. We got all these new covers. What is your favorite new piece of cover art in Wave One?
4: Mm, I love the Air uh, to the Empire one. one. Just the I don't know, classic Thrawn, and you've got the nice green saber there mm. and the red eyes. I don't know. I just like the colors. Big
0: on blue it. face.
3: I'm yes, partial to the Tom the Tom Young original. Heir to the Empire art with uh, shirtless sabbiot. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the comic cover is really good, too, with sleeveless Luke yeah. with the wrong colored lightsaber. <laughs> I will that say, one's good.
0: not much naked. Not much naked. No. But no, way uh, more that's Thrawn. True. That's
3: like minus 10
4: points there. <laughs> I,
3: I'm partial to the Shatterpoint cover. The original, I also like the Shatterpoint The original cover. cover is we talked about it. I think it was like a Utini ad for a few months. So you guys probably <laughs> know it yeah. very well. It's yeah. Deppa Balaba's in the background, kind of hovering over it. This is cool with the kind of cracked glass thing going on.
0: Yeah. I really like how it makes Mace like just front and center. I know we give Mace, we do a lot of crap on the shows now and then, but when he, him in this book is really like the prototypical Mace. He's strong, central, and seeing the shatter points literally on the cover, I agree, are great. I'm glad you guys said those because I was legit going to say Bane, uh, oh. The Path of Destruction. Not only because I think we can all agree that Bane covers are the most improved of the covers. There's no secret that the original Bane covers aren't our oh, sure. favorite. But I the kind of more um, like sketchy style of these, I think, is something that we have not seen on a lot of Star Wars books in the past. And just the the little use of color, like the really striking red, and then the little bit of yellow in the eyes are the only bits of color we get on the whole thing. And then it's just the sketchy grays and blacks kind of running down his face, I think are really cool. And it's also interesting that these first three books all featured like faces, all featured people just kind of centered. So of those three, <laughs> uh, which we also got the Shatterpoint audiobook, a little more difficult to show on on the show. What do you think, A, is your favorite, if you've read some or all of them, and B, is, do you think, the best choice to be in Wave 1, the most effective for the purpose of the initiative, if you will? And, Emma, you can also be part of this, even if you have – I know you French well, okay, Okay But, but you can also say, like, well, as hang a reader, on. what do you think intrigues you?
4: Well so like now, now that we're like talking about it, I'm like 90% sure I've read Heir to the Empire, the trilogy. Like, but like Have a you long
0: read time. 84 Legends books, actually? <laughs> Is that really
4: like wait a minute. I've and read it. And this
3: counter everything. just keeps going up all
4: throughout really the episode. It was just a really long time ago, but it's just like triggering yeah, some galaxy memories. Yeah, the got far away, we, know. we me. know we've read
0: the thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Eric yeah, yeah, leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs>
4: But actually, yeah, like, okay. I mean, even if I have read Heirs the Empire, which it's like 50-50 at this point. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Even Amazing. if I have read it, I would say Shatterpoint really kind of shocked me because I hate... No, Shock these... T is
0: not in that one, I don't think. It's <laughs> Defa <laughs> Balaba.
4: I'm on fire! <laughs> I'm on fire! <laughs> it just, you, it... Jared. um. It uh, it surprised me because I I hate Mace Windu generally and um <laughs> I think he's a jerk. But I was like Okay, citizen. Oh, <laughs> oh! there it is. <laughs> I was just kind of like, "Oh, like this book kind of shows a different side of him that makes me appreciate him more than just what we see, which is him being this like stern, mean old grump." And and mm-hmm. it just kind of like, I don't know, it shows like a different side of him and I think that that's kind of Uh, usually some of the best parts of books is when we get to see different sides of characters. So I would honestly recommend that to people, even if you don't like Mace Windu like me. It's kind of an interesting thought experiment.
0: Awesome. Jared, what do you think?
3: One, I think Heir of the Empire is my favorite out of the three. Two, Mm -hmm. I think Shatterpoint was the best inclusion for being a sleeper hit. Also, the fact that we got our first unabridged audiobook production of it which now there are now unabridged audiobooks for all three of the books in that first wave. In fact, all 11 books that are out now all have unabridged audiobook productions. It's beautiful. Um, because they started making those around 2010, 2011, so, and then there was a 25th anniversary oh, yeah. production of the Thrawn trilogy. So there right. there's now a, a whole collection. Here. I just feel like I want to put them in my trench coat like General Grievous. <laughs> um, but I do think... Bane is Path of Destruction is the best to recommend to a new reader because I've had plenty, plenty of friends, uh, Jose being one of them from the team, in recent years who have read the Thrawn Trilogy for the first time and have not loved it. Sure. I, I've heard, mm-hmm. sadly, I don't know what's wrong with these people, but I, I have heard of this happening. <laughs> like Theoretically, it exists. There
0: is data to support it.
3: There's data. <laughs> it's bad data, but it exists. Nonetheless. Right? I don't know of anybody who has read Bane and not liked them. That's a great I point. can Zero.
2: wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. Thank you. But the like, the familiarity with, with Luke Skywalker and trying to get somebody into Legends, oh, yeah. that might help them with Heir to the Empire. Sure. That's kind of where I started. Because if I saw that trilogy of the Heir to the Empire and then Darth Bane, I would probably pick Heir of the Empire just because I know Oh, Luke Skywalker. I know who that is. That's one of my right. main
3: premises for why yeah. I like reading post-Return of the Jedi Legends you don't have to put in the groundwork of trying to figure out who the characters are. You just read mm-hmm. the story. Yeah. And so then you're yep. like, all right, what's happening? What's the plot? You don't have to be like, who's the main character? It, it's your anchor. It's Luke Skywalker. It's, yeah. it's Luke Skywalker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, and I love that because that is that exact reason. Oh, that's why it's so much fun. That exact reasoning, <laughs> Star Wars is great, is is why I'm actually going to agree with you, Jared, on a different point, with Bane. Is because I agree. I think Bane, for me for all, all the reasons you said, is the one that I, I would recommend first. It's also my personal favorite out of the three. And I think that the fact that it's so long ago means that you actually don't have to know stuff. Because, yes, you don't have pre-programmed-in characters, but also you don't have pre-programmed-in characters. You can just read a story. And uh. as far as Legends goes, you don't have to worry about if it's getting contradicted. As of As of now, you can just read this story and you know here's a guy and he goes to a temple oh lightsabers okay i know what a lightsaber is <laughs> and there's evil i know what evil is and it's just kind of a really nicely written easy intro that's also really great and as we'll as we'll see here does get to finish which i think there's is there's a three very fun. chapter
3: long card game in the first third of the book so there's that so good but, I love yeah, that card game. You don't have to me too. <laughs> the most intense card game in the history of Star Wars books. It makes me feel it. very yeah.
4: scared. Sorry, Han and To Lando. get into that uh, into that book someday, like that's just mildly concerning.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a great there's, one. There's even comic tie-ins, Emma. So
0: Ooh, there we go.
4: okay. Well, yeah. now now you're a talking. Larger world. Now you're
0: talking. So wave one ultimately though a success. I think all three of those books, as as we've shown, have great reasons for being in there. Are still very good quality, and I really like those. And then wave two came out, and they said, you know what? We're already going to up it. Four books. Four books per wave. And we got these. Oh! They fell down. Uh... But we got um, <laughs> Rogue Squadron, the now first book of the Rogue Squadron series, which, Jared, I'm going to have you explain the difference between that in just a second. With this yeah, lovely you can cover. pick up
3: your books. I've got a lot to That's say. That's
0: right. <laughs> we also have the second Bane book, Rule of Two. We have the second Thrawn book with Dark Forest Rising. And they decided to finish it out and do the third Thrawn book in the same wave with The Last Command. So because now all of these are connected to other projects, um, Jared, first of all, tell us why, does, why did the Rogue Squadron release mean something really special to Legends fans It actually caused a little bit of controversy when it was first announced that they were rebranding it?
3: Yeah, the cool thing is, first unabridged audiobook production we've ever had of Rogue Squadron, and it is one of the seminal Legends books. It is like the first Star Wars book to revolve around main characters who are either A, not in the films at all, or B, barely in the films at all. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's, right. just the only familiar characters are Wedge and Admiral Ackbar. That's really it, especially in the first book. It was cool because you know they didn't know when these books were first being put out in the mid '90s how many of these they would eventually do. There are ten. All right, everybody, pull out your calculators. Um, <laughs> there's ten books in the X-wing series, but it's divided up into two different series and then a handful of standalones. The first four books being about Rogue Squadron, Core and Horn. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. At one point, he's strapped naked to a chair. Yes, um, there's how happens? much naked. Much naked. Yep. Okay. Um, then the next three books are the Wraith Squadron series. So, doing our mm-hmm. math, we got four and Force, three, seven. Uh,
0: that, that's, that's, Wes, did you also get seven? Uh-huh. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're at seven.
3: This is a finance calculator. Book eight, balances <laughs> bounces back to Rogue Squadron.
0: Okay, so that's five. Five for Rogue. Three, okay.
3: Book nine isn't really oh, either squadron. It's just, uh, it's like, uh. Uh, it's Wedge and Tycho... And uh, West Jansen? yeah. Uh, There's West. There we go. Love that guy. Um, they're on. You should probably read that book. I love Tycho. Planet- oh, cool. I, I
0: love Tycho Ytt. My- it's yeah. it's yeah. a
3: lot I of people's I favorite his movies. <laughs> Starfighters of Adamar. So it doesn't fit into any of the categories. And then years later, in 2010 or 11, Aaron Alston did one last victory lap, a Legends victory lap in his X-wing. May he rest in peace. Of the um, Wraith books, so it is kind of like a follow-up Mercy Kill. So there's ten books, two series, several standalones. So this simplifies things. Four books. We're turning it from the X-wing series into, and we haven't even gotten to the comics. There's <laughs> all the there's comics too. There's a yeah. lot. This makes it simpler.
0: <laughs> yes, there is. There now the Rogue Squadron series and. We we have not confirmed anything beyond this wave as we're talking tonight, but we, we can assume, based on how this is going, there will be the four, or five, as you're saying, there will be five Rogue Squadron four, books. Four. More yeah. than likely. Four?
3: Four.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I counted oh, right, five in my brain.
0: There's another factor. Rogue
3: Squadron book, but it's not, like, a part of that. First series. Well, then why
0: would they call it that, then? This is why Legends is I amazing. run a Star Wars podcast, <laughs> and you literally just word for word told me how it went, and I still got it wrong. <laughs> Star Wars. I, mean,
3: this I it's love it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so that, but that's great. And then of course, I mean, the cover art is, is gorgeous, very reminiscent of like, almost like 50s pop art, like, or, or 40s pop art of like, the, the war and the pilots and the war effort. Like, it's, it's a really... Oh, sure. Great look at it, which I really love. So that was a great choice because it gets folks, um, like everybody, Andrew on the team adores these books because they love the Alphabet Squadron books. It's pilot books. And they really, I think, based on the aesthetic of the Alphabet Squadron covers and these covers really said, okay, Squadron, we're going to label that up there. Yep, we're going to have big pops of color. That's going to be great. So I really think that was smart. And then, of course, Darth Bane. Pretty easy. The first one came out. People like that a lot. The second one came out with a new cover. And Thank I the
3: Lord ask, for the new cover.
0: <laughs> it's we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that in the in the other uh segment. Spoiler alert uh, about what I'm gonna pick. Um <laughs> but I wanna ask you guys, especially um Wes releasing Dark Force, Rising and Last Command at once in the same wave. Why why do you think they chose to do that and not split them up into three? Do you think they just wanted to get it over with like what? This is, I mean, I'll conjecture. We don't know the emails, but what do you think? Okay,
2: if it were me and I picked up Air to the Um Air to the Empire as my first read mm-hmm. and I finished it, I would be like, Wow, that was an amazing book, because who everybody would say that. So You have a pulse. Yeah. You wouldn't just want to pick up one book. You would finish the trilogy off immediately so that you would buy both books at the same time mm. and you would get you would get bigger revenue by selling it by finishing off the trilogy. Now if they did that with Bane, they probably would have made a lot more money. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't come knocking on my door and asking me for for marketing advice. But um I think they yeah, A wanted to to get it over because they have there's so many Legends books that they probably have a bunch of ideas to add stuff into yeah. the Essential Legends collection. Um but I think it is a good marketing choice to add in to see how it would work, right? If you right. have you just have *Air to the Empire* come out once in the first wave, and then you finish off the trilogy in the second wave. Do you see more people buying both books to finish off that trilogy, or just one? Right. So, I don't think anybody's just buying the last book. You know, It's buying. Not
0: right. uh, <laughs> everyone's Corey so, just deciding to buy the random final <laughs> book of a series.
3: Book nine. Yeah. But,
0: <laughs> wild stuff, and of course then. Emma, I want to ask you before we get into our lovely cover debate here, uh, as someone who, again, drove into Shatterpoint and has not read as many Legends, does an entire wave of basically sequels in the beginning of another series, does that work for you when you're thinking about buying books? Or you're like, I'm not going to jump in the middle of all that stuff. I'm going to wait for the next wave to see what's coming out.
4: Oh God, I would definitely not jump in. That's just not my personality to jump in the middle. Like I Mm -hmm. have a like classic completionist personality and that would give me so much like stress to do that. But honestly, like if, if they looked interesting to me and I was like, oh, these, these covers look interesting. Maybe I should check out the ones before, like that might actually get me. But honestly, I think it, I don't know, to me, the whole strategy was kind of interesting like, doing two books in the middle, one that ends it, and one brand new one. Like, mm-hmm. it just seems very kind of random. Part of me kind of wonders, like, were they worried that they weren't that they were going to make any more Essential Legends collections, and they just wanted, like, the Thrawn trilogy all out? I don't know. Um, but the, the Rogue Squadron one definitely interests me the most. And I actually think out of all of the phases, out of all the books, all the phases, that one interests me the most. Because that one is, like... It seems like this very overwhelming, confusing series to get into. And so having this like kind of guide, in a way, to, to get through it, to me, makes me actually want to get into it, especially with the, the Rogue Squadron movie coming out soon.
0: Great point. Great point. Because yeah, yeah. that was right around that time yeah, when we got mm. announced. Forget that. Mm-hmm. That could happen. Yeah. I, could oh, I, I, just, just, I
4: love Patty Jenkins so much, I'll never forget about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's and common.
4: Stackpole has
3: said... He has said they've communicated. That's he has all yes. said they've, they've oh, communicated. DMs,
0: yeah. I'm sure, on, on Snapchat and such things. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. As the kids do. All right. Cover game, y'all. I want to ask you. Let's we'll start. Jared, I'm going to put you on the spot again. Okay. Oh, your okay. favorite of the four? Your favorite cover of the four? Uh-huh. And which one is the best inclusion in The Wave?
3: Okay. Yeah. Number one. The best book, The Last Command. The Mission to yeah. Wayland. You got it. Palpatine's hoarder mountain and Sparkly Fingers Sabayoth. It's just—it's a great culmination. <laughs> That's
0: the pitch doc. All that—that's it. Boom.
3: <laughs> I also like the cover to the Last Command. Sultry Whoa! eyes, Luke. Sultry eyes, Luke. He's given a Ooh. a, a Ooh. look. A, yeah. a, I was trying to make it's, a pun. Couldn't it's quite...
4: pretty sexy. <laughs>
3: It's hey something else, kind of like lizard skin there. <laughs> yeah, some lizard skin Luke. that is less that. sexy. <laughs> what if it's not Luke? What if it's Luke? Luke, Luke, <laughs> and the most effective <laughs> oh, <man>. inclusion. <laughs> there's no sleeper hits in this wave, Mm-mm. sadly. Sadly, though, there it's rumored that there's some more to come. Rumored. Mm-hmm. I most most uh, effective. I'm partial to Rule of Two. I, I think Rule of Two is um,
0: very. Solid. I'm glad.
3: I'm glad they didn't just do Path of Destruction. You know, go in the whole trilogy. I actually think it's better than Path of Destruction.
0: It. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go into the next person. because I'm gonna kay. hit on that as well because yeah. I love that idea. Uh, Emma. All right. Results? Well, the
4: only question that I can answer. I mean, maybe I can answer the. <laughs>
0: have you read the others (laughs) do we have more surprises
4: you know i mean (laughs) i don't remember anything from them so i'm not even gonna try but um i will say that my favorite cover by far and it isn't even a competition is the rogue squadron one it's so good like it's so classic it's just like the oh it, it just gives me those like those like rebellion vibes. And honestly, mm-hmm. like honestly gives me some Alphabet Squadron vibes just because of the color, yep. like the pop of yep. color. Cause every single Alphabet Squadron book had like one or two main colors on the cover. Um And I don't know, just like, I feel like pilot books give me a vibe. Like they need to have a bright color on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It too, just matches. It be too good. dark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause I mean, they already have like a dangerous and scary job.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Agreed. And as a new reader, you already said, the so Rogue Squadron also was the one that you said earlier that we, yeah. you want to jump into. I love yeah, that. Yeah, for sure.
4: I would, I would definitely love to. Maybe when they release, or hopefully if they release some more the in, other the, in that series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least, Swayed you know, once we, get, once we get like two or three out, I would say I, I might dive into it. But like I said earlier, canon don't sleep.
0: <laughs> they don't. And neither do we. <laughs> Wes, how about you, dude? Favorite story? Favorite cover art? And what was the best Ooh. one to put in this in this wave?
2: Okay, so favorite story, I'm gonna say the rule of two. Um Phenomenal. I am a Darth Bane trilogy fanboy. So Mwah. if the next one comes up, uh of Evil, I'm just gonna pick that one. Easy. <laughs> so um but the cover art, I'm gonna say Dark Force Rising. I love the the stormtrooper helmet in the back. Yep. And the like the fire and flames with with Han and Leia. That's super cool.
0: The fire and the flames. I re- nope. All right. <laughs> so, I forgot yeah. that song existed. Man.
3: Got some guitar hero vibes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it kind of reminds me of is it is it Bloodline of when it's Vader's helmet is yes, in the back. Yes, yes it is. I never noticed that until you like held the book up. You are like, this is Bloodline. I am like. Oh, that's what that is. I mean, I have the hardcover. I just yeah. never noticed it. I'm Barbara it.
0: Walters. This is Bloodline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Great call. I especially the best, love yeah. the way
3: that the trilogy covers are cohesive. Yes. So I don't yeah. necessarily love any of the individual covers as much on their own as I love them all lined up next to each other, which mm. is why I'm a collector. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Jared, I, I think your favorite thing about this cover is the fact that it's just not quite big enough to hide the pages, and there's a nice little white line on the printing. I thought that would be your favorite oh, no. part of it. Mm, uh,
5: Does that bother you, Jared? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it.
2: The cover doesn't. The I cover doesn't completely go over the pages?
5: Uh,
3: y'all are going to kill On any me. of them or, this, or just that this one?
0: Wave, this wave had, had, had some pretty issues. I'm sorry, i had to, I had to bring it out.
3: With Jared Mays, that's right.
0: <laughs> I had to bring it out. Um, Sorry, was the, before my my just knife into Jared's gut, did you tell us which was your uh, most important one? I think I cut you off. Most important
2: one, The Last Command. The end of trilogy. Nope. Great book. My first trilogy that I read, I loved it. Yep. must be The Last Command.
0: I love, I love all that. I would agree now with my pick here. Rule 2 is my favorite story. I think it is better than the first one, and I love the first one. I just think the Bane trilogy as a whole is kind of immaculately good. Also, this cover showing Xana is so good because the Rule of 2 cover t- tries to show her, and it is a nightmare of <laughs> design. It's not good. Uh, but this Xana is just so good, and you can literally see the paint strokes on it. And I think I'm going to cheat here and say the most important ones in this wave were Dark Force Rising, Last Command being released together? That first question we talked about, I think finishing a trilogy in a wave was such a way to cement the trust of fans that yes. want to follow. They're like, nope, we're going to give you the stories. We're going to finish it up, and we're going to not make you wait. And it I was think a that's down a really payment that do they
3: were going to finish what they started, especially exactly. if you're going to commit to series. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Now, with the final wave that we have so far, uh, we're not going to talk as much because obviously these are coming out tomorrow. So there yeah. might. I'm oh, excited man. to see. Excited. What happens with the community? But let's go. Let's just go. Woo. Let's go right to the cover arts. Show have, those suckers off. Eric. I want to show these guys here. one by one. Kenobi, showing Kenobi! the Jedi Master himself and all that lovely artistic work. Darth Plagueis. Uh, look at young Sheev. More, look at that young Sheev with with his master right behind him. We have Dynasty of Evil with Bane and Xena, again in that same trademark style that they have going. And finally, Wedge's gamble, continuing the Rogue Squadron oh, aesthetic only in color. blue. Yeah, it, it is. of it is gorgeous. Any any initial thoughts on the favorite aesthetic of this final wave, and what you hope people are going to get out of it, folks?
3: Definitely love the way that the Dynasty of Evil cover is. It's the same style as the other two books, but I, this is definitely my favorite of the three cover yes. art wise. And it's reminiscent of the original Dynasty of Evil cover where the two are facing off against each other. So it's mm-hmm. not too dissimilar from Right. It honors that. where it came from. Absolutely. This is an absolutely spectacular wave.
0: Yes, it is. I, I was amazed at how much, like, the last one was all the sequels and good stuff. But this one, it is 4 for 4, Jared. It is Wedges Gamble. Bam! Right off of, uh, of Alpha Squadron, Rogue Squadron, Dynasty of Evil. The first cover, like you said, is Bane. The second one is XANA. The third is all of them. And then two of the strongest standalone novels in Legends' recent mis- like memory with Kenobi and Plagueis. Like, all the artwork, I think, is is amazing. I think it's the most diverse artwork of any yeah. wave. They're all so unique, and it's just so... It's just so fun, and I hope that that future waves, should this continue, also have a little bit of this amount of chaos, you know? Because it mm-hmm. kind of is a little bit of everything.
3: Home runs all yeah. around. Can't wait for mine to ship. Somehow, two copies of Queen's Hope have shipped to me. <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> but none of these yet. Hopefully, tomorrow morning, I wake up to the smell of coffee and the email confirmations that uh, these <laughs> things have shipped.
2: The
0: smell of electronics. (laughs) That would be amazing. Now, before we get Mm. to our our little thoughts about the future and a little bit of fun Mm. chaos of ourselves, I'm going to leave you guys on this segment with one more aesthetic, and that is all four spines next to each other. This is what you have to look forward to on your bookshelves, folks. Look at those thumbnails that Jared loves so especially much. They cropped them beautifully. I think that the look of the Wedges Gamble is especially great because it's a wide shot, but they made it look great. This is going to look amazing on the shelf. Next to these other beauties, now Jared we yeah. talked a little bit about the end of this show i I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna we are we're riding along in a, in a horse and buggy here i'm gonna those reins are gonna are gonna go a little over're gonna go a little over, and I want you to grab onto those reins a little bit and uh guys <clears throat> walk through the end here
3: that's right. here we go. Eric has a tradition on this show of doing a little something called Eric's stupid game. We also like to play stupid games on Legends look back except stupider. And (laughs) we played this exact game on an earlier episode of Legends Look Back, right about the time that the third wave of covers was announced. Maybe the second wave. Who knows? And uh, we decided that we would make our own covers of potential prospective books that could eventually, theoretically, hopefully be included in the Essential Legends (laughs) collection. Our good buddy spiced in jacob i mean sorry jacob has edited a a hefty number of potential (laughs) elc covers for us so what we're gonna do is we're all gonna go around the horn and give a pitch like a book this is one i'd like to see included now remember the reasons for for why a book could be included so a little bit serious a little bit silly i provide the silly you guys provide the content all right um huge shout out to Jacob for doing this in the middle of law school for humoring me with my stupid game (laughs) and um I'm also like early apologies to to Corey for what's gonna happen here in a
5: second Uh, (laughs) oh my god amazing
3: now that is the book needs to be qualitative it needs to be of good quality good enough quality to put their stamp of approval on Del Rey would stake some money in republishing these things and then B um A book that has low barrier to entry could potentially be an essential Legends collection book. Are you with me?
4: So it can't be Ruins of Dantamine. I I was literally going to say Ruins of
0: Dantamine. Like,
3: (laughs) not a good choice because of the qualitative reason. However, it does need uh, new cover art, they say.
0: It does. a low barrier to entry, right? Because it doesn't connect to anything. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I've actually not read it. (laughs) I've never read it either. (laughs) <laughs> okay all right so
3: eric let's start with you you've got the most legends knowledge what sure. is a potential and then wes is going to press the buttons and show us these beautiful covers all right not officially I, licensed by del rey in any way form or uh, fashion whatsoever
0: uh so i have not uh i i don't know these i i, I had not seen the pictures i did not know anything so i'm just gonna go with my gut first which is uh a book that got me really into legends and I think has a low barrier to entry and is kind of of the moment. And that's <laughs> Han Solo and the Paradise Snare by AC Crispin. I think that this book, one, if you're a fan of the Solo movie and of Alden and of, of most young Han book, is you're going to want this one. It's a great caper. It has great character moments for Han Solo. It's the beginning of a trilogy, which we seem to like in the Essential Legends collection. So I think that the Paradise Snare is a no-brainer.
3: Excellent choice. We actually have this one because this book does feature telepathic rhinos called the <laughs> Talanda Till. That do you know about these, Emma? Do you know what we're about uh, to say?
0: Nope. <laughs> yeah. Explain oh, it, Eric. Yeah. Okay. So the Talanda Till are telepathic rhinos that essentially use their telepathy to to replicate such intense pleasure in people that they use it. Uh, almost as a psychological drug to make them keep working in, in spice factories and so lists. they can yeah, sell links, drugs. Yeah. Um, and also they, they have or- – ah!
5: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the hell?
4: I was what they look like. <laughs> That's and scary. They take, Why is it holding like, its horn like, they have, that? like
5: sex, <laughs> they have sexual
0: mud baths with Ew. each other.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh it's this my is like, god! This, is like, so, this the is like
4: somehow, somehow worse than naked palps. Like somehow,
3: <laughs> it is. Okay, you're right. That's
0: accurate. That is, and he's he's why holding is he ho- it in a way why that is, he is so it like not that? appropriate. No, it's not appropriate. It should be blurred.
3: <laughs> All um, okay, right, yeah. I'm very proud I... of that one. Good job. Uh-huh. Go, Oh, team. my uh-huh. God.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. Now, who?
3: It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Ooh,
0: it is a good pick. It's a better cover. Jacob, you... Uh, <laughs> I want to know where he Ooh, got that picture from. I am exalted right now. That's what I am. I, I, I have been exalted.
3: Now you're addicted. Now Han Solo's going to have to rescue you and then send you to rehab. It's a whole yep, thing. Yep. All right. You're up next, no, Wes. What's your pick?
2: <laughs> okay. Well, I've seen these, but one, one book that really got me into Star Wars itself was... Um, was the the tales from uh, most icely cantina mm-hmm. because a it goes right along with um a new hope and all the most of the characters you know of so it's easy for you to read through um and then it just gives you break off stories of all these characters that you saw inside most Eisley cantina but you didn't really know who exactly they were and this book really like gives you details about who they were how they got there what their mannerisms are. And I believe we have a cover art for this one as well.
0: Okay. Okay. What's it going to be? Short stories, (sighs) interesting, nice, nice, low barrier to entry. You know, you you can read a couple and it gets you in those familiar places. And it is. (laughs) (laughs) There is a
3: great Greedo story in this where I don't don't want to spoil it, but let's just say when Greedo gets shot, that's not the end of the story.
4: Oh, he, he lives. And, he says, <laughs> and so for somehow listeners, Greedo has returned.
0: It is a, a, <laughs> it, it is a yes. glorious picture of Greedo with a, with a, what is it, a digitized bubble. bubble of his most famous quote, McClunky. McClunky. Uh, I, I rewatched that with my
3: quest. kids just the other day, and I forgot about that. Because <laughs> how many times have I seen A New Hope? 500 times? Yeah. And but this version. Then I when he yells McClunky, it's so forward in the sound mix. It's so yeah. forward. He goes, "McDonkey," and falls yeah, over. I, is- I fall. Hey. I like threw. I kicked my feet. I was screaming. My wife was like, "What happened here?"
0: <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, great. So two for yes. two, wonderfully scarring covers.
3: You're up next, Emma.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. So this is
4: one that. I got, like, a quarter of the way through, and then it wasn't any fault of the book. It was, like, just life and canon stuff, and it's been, like, a year since I picked it up, and I would probably need to start it all over again. But when I did read it, I really enjoyed it, and it ties into the Republic Commando uh, video game. It's the first Republic Commando book. I don't remember if Mm. that has an actual title, uh, like a subtitle. Uh, Does it, Jerry?
3: Yeah, Hard... Contact. Hard contact, yeah. We hard contact. Don't have a cover for Darn that it. one, but now I wish. All right, I've got an idea. How about uh, What's the villain from Monsters Inc. The with the arms? Oh, and oh, uh, Randall. Yeah, Randall. He would, he would be a good cover. Randall. There's a character who is described exactly like Randall.
5: Awesome.
0: That's hilarious. There's also probably a cover for something called Hard Contact. That would be much less appropriate. But we're not going to
2: go there. Those (laughs) those would be good picks. Good picks. (laughs) All right. You got naked?
3: (laughs) I just – yes. This next one is Tales (gasps) from – no. Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Tales of the Bounty Hunters. I just read this the other day. It's one of the last 20 (laughs) Legends books I have not yet read. And the Zuckus story –
4: Oh yes! Hey! Knocked my
3: socks off. It was
4: in it f-
3: f- Phenomenal. Uh wow. Yeah. Uh huh. And I, I could not believe how phenomenal this was. And Emma, this covers just for you as our resident comics fan.
5: Oh. It is oh. <laughs> shirtless, yeah. Yeah. from oh, there's Tales so of the bug. I remember yeah. seeing
4: that for the first time and just screaming like, Jared! Yeah. like <laughs>
2: you like what you see?
4: <laughs> it's got my naked.
2: There it's got he is. naked
4: and green gas.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, it's ammonia. Ugh. I found out in the book that he breathes ammonia. He has oh, that's a right. Breathing... That's why he
4: has that suit, right?
3: He has a breathing issue in the story. And so he's sympathetic, and he's like trying to buy uh-huh. new lungs for himself. It's very of the moment.
4: Yeah, and yeah. in, in this comic, he was like taking a bath in some like disgusting-looking like old bathwater, and
0: I don't know, I don't know. <laughs>
3: no, nope. nope. what, do what do you say, Eric? For the sake of time, we just show off the rest of the covers briefly. I
0: would love that. Let's go through these, and let's yeah. we'll we'll figure out if they're if they're acceptable. Okay,
2: we can say the first one is one that uh, Charles had. Discussed on okay. our last podcast of Cestus. So, well, the
0: Cestus Deception.
2: Yes, the Cestus Deception. So, it could be a we'll solid
0: introduction for the future. Yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey! it's not terrible about Kit Fisto. It's not terrible. It the most <laughs> normal smile in all of Star Wars, Kit Fisto. <laughs>
3: I showed this oh, picture to my right. wife, and if only you could have seen her face, it was the exact opposite of his smile.
2: <laughs> I feel like his eyes are too far apart. They're, and and so the fingers just are yes, just so fingers.
0: clearly just lifeless. <laughs> and, and how does he not cut those
4: fingers off? They're like sausages.
3: Sausage fingers, <laughs> Fisto. Beautiful. What else we got, Wes?
4: What else we have? Next up? A
3: the Corellian Kare- Trilogy. Oh, my. Wait. Oh, Wait. Is it the is it
4: the, th- the thing that gave you chives?
0: Uh yeah uh-huh. This is the no. That's or when the, okay. that, Otter. That's Han when, Solo yeah. is punching. For audio listeners, Han Solo is punching a giant otter wearing jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I, Legend, Jared, be Jared crazy, if I was in the yo. Barnes and Noble, <laughs> if I was in the Barnes and Noble, and you weren't there to guide me, and I just saw this featured, I I would be drawn to it. Like magnetically, thank you. Chemically,
2: I would be drawn to it. Yes, I don't know. Sure. I
0: think I might like quit. <laughs> I might. I might like quit Star Wars.
2: <laughs> like, I don't know that I'd purchase it. I, I can't, can't do you. the uh, the otter punching.
0: <laughs> okay, is, next up. Yeah, I love that one actually quite a.
5: Yeah! Oh, yeah. There he is. I had oh. to add this one in. He huh? had to make an appearance. <laughs> it couldn't
3: actually be in the Essential Legends Collection because it's a comic, but we could have you know a. a, a written yep. prose adaptation theoretically yeah,
0: like, dark like empire the, like
4: the uh-huh. script version yeah of yeah course. a script
0: book with 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 slimy or naked or, palps wait or the, naked
4: or we could we could like write a brand new legends book don't All don't get my palps. hopes up emma what's okay, next because okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: This one's Ooh. not as funny. Jedi Academy this one, Trilogy. When you, yeah, Jedi Academy Trilogy. This is the ghost of Exar Kun. Honestly, oh. I gave him this as a joke because he's kind of a meme on our show. But,
0: you know, this actually kind of works <laughs> as a cover, doesn't it? It looks really yeah. good. It does this look really a good. Di- All right. And the colors The look bit great. has evolved. The bit has become self-aware because now this is just a good design. Yeah, I quite right. enjoy that. Exactly.
3: These would Loki legitimately be good inclusions. I could see this this trilogy yeah. actually being a part of the series. What else? New
0: young Jedi, if, which is cool cuz like obviously the High Republic is making like younger Jedi really in vogue again. Like we're really liking those stories, so what a what a better time to bring back the Jedi Academy. It's a yeah. Great idea. If
2: they make if they make variant covers to Kenobi.
0: Oh.
5: <laughs> yeah, <that's>... Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah, buy it. Is, for our audio listeners,
3: Maul <laughs> yelling Kenobi, right? He's got his arm <laughs> and, and then get back. all the
0: people that buy it, and be like, "Wait, where's Maul?
5: <laughs> right, not in the book. maybe uh, <laughs> it's a. Maybe it's Not
0: even in the book. Maybe when, maybe when you
4: buy it, it's one of those books that you open it up like a card that has audio in it, and you open it up and like audio plays.
5: <laughs> Emma, did okay, you know I'm that sure when that Kenobi
3: first came out in 2014, they actually made book crate, dragon call, um, little keychains
4: <gasps> to that, the book. like actually played sound. Did
0: they really? Yep. Yeah, they're out oh there. On my eBay. Oh my wow. god. That's yep. amazing. That's yeah. so
4: funny. All right, well I
0: need those. Mm-hmm. I
4: need a I need a okay. maul keychain in that same style.
2: This next one, I I feel like Jacob was laughing the entire time he was doing it. Maybe put the most effort into it, but I feel like he wasn't he didn't stop laughing when he did the Revenge so of the Sith novelization. Okay.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is Anakin in a in a club. Now, I will say this comes from this is self aware. This comes from the <laughs> v- maybe one of the most famous passages in all of Star Wars books history. What do you guys think?
0: I agree. it's definitely I agree. up there. I agree.
3: About Anakin's butt, right? It's so, literally yeah. the phrase
0: Anakin's butt
2: in the elevator shaft. <laughs>
0: Correct. I'm trying
3: to find the exact quote. Here it is. The nope, that's not it. All right, I'll, I'll keep looking. Move along. Yeah, it's
0: something like Obi Wan was looking up and he tried to see whose butt was it. If it was Anakin's butt, like <laughs> don't it, himself the word looking. Butt right. is in in a book that is so <laughs> eloquent and is so wondrously filled with images and metaphor and in in description much I mean, more than maybe I, I any other book. Image. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> it fits perfectly. It fits perfectly, <sighs> but
3: not strictly legend, so it can't be included. Move along. Ah, oh, moving on. Shadows of the oh, Empire.
0: Get out. Get
3: out. Get just out. for Emma. It's Shizor it's, in the uh. bathtub. This well, is official that... artwork from the Shadows of the Empire comic. This yeah. actually was published.
4: Well, and now, and now you guys know why I have such a problem with it if you didn't already. But it, this is very funny to me because nobody knew I was going to be on the show until like a couple hours before start. Mm. So I know that you didn't do this but on purpose. But there was purpose. Nick and Shizor. Yep. That's right. He, fa-
0: he, he follows you. He just follows you in your life He does, He fo-
4: He follows me and I don't like it. <laughs> So I, want to... I want him to go away or put some clothes on. Either one. I don't care. All right. He's
2: out of There's here. Three Thales... naked characters
3: so far. Thales much naked. Tales of the
2: Bounty Hunters. Is that the next one?
3: We did that, that one. That was a uh, one already. Uh, Another Tales naked of Jabba's Palace. Next, that's one next. of them. Okay. Yep. I've yep, seen that one. Come on, Wes. And there this it one. is. I Tales of Jabba's <laughs> Palace. We've got a good shot of Bib Fortuna's lumpy forehead, red eyes, and sharp teeth. You should get it's those all checked
0: he always looks like he's a little naked just because of the flesh color of his like, <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's He's fully clothed, but it looks like that he's not.
3: In the Legends Books Discord channel, I just ranked my rankings of all 19 stories from Tales of Jabba's Palace. Bib Fortuna's uh-huh. was my number one.
4: Wow. Really? Wow. Yes. That's wild. I okay. would never I guess own it. That... I
2: have not read it. Um, Next is a Freddy favorite. It is.
4: Oh, is it? Triceratops. Oh, dinosaurs
2: with the lasers. epic
0: dinosaur with laser beams. Is this Dino official riders? Art?
2: <laughs> Is this
3: official art she says.
0: No, no, it don't ruin it. Don't official. ruin it. Yes. Yes it is. Yes.
4: <laughs> you know what? But here's the thing with legends, I literally can't tell.
3: <laughs> Mission accomplished. I that would be. It would actually work really well in the series. Yeah. I think it would. We have work blurred really the well.
0: lines too hard. At this this point. would be a
3: great inclusion.
0: It's like e- I actually
2: watched this particular cartoon not too oh, long a ago because it was like part of my childhood. Yeah, what's yeah, it called? With? For sure, Dino Riders. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah.
4: Well, listen, like, um, it, it's just like you know, you take a girl who's read. Two to five, <laughs> Legends <laughs> books. Right, and then you show her this art and try to convince her it's real. I'm gonna believe you. <laughs>
0: <You're> like, yeah, <laughs> my Pensabers. what do I know? That may be it,
3: Wes. Are there more?
2: There are more. There are definitely more. So we got Vector Prime.
0: Okay, that's is, that the, solid. is that the thing? Yeah. From the Ewok
2: movie. Oh, that honestly yeah, honest yeah, like... <laughs> it looks like like a vampire. Okay, and uh, Clone Wars. Oh my, my God. Face. <laughs>
0: Clone Wars Wild Space, one of my favorites and one of the most misleading <laughs> covers in the history of Legends, because Bail Organa, our lord and savior, who is a main character in the book, isn't even on it, nor is Obi-Wan, that is but such Rex a is front and center, who is not the Bale's really tie the book. is too short.
3: Yeah, they, okay. that book and... legitimately does need a new cover, so this is one that could, know, a draft. serious moment, could actually be in okay. the series, would be, make a great inclusion.
2: And I saved the best for last. Oh, gosh. It is... It is uh, one that uh, <laughs> hold near and dear to Corey's heart. I <laughs> 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 oh
0: my oh, god! You're welcome, Pool hat. <laughs> well, we are not going to top that. I love <laughs> that final image, folks. I love the Essential Legends Collection. I I love what it's doing for the fandom. I love how it's literally doing what we try to do here at UTN every day: bring canon legends together, brings to us together to love and enjoy. Um. <laughs> On that, I want to say, first of all, thank you to everyone that's watching, who's reading these books, who's buying these books. Make sure you pick them up as they come out tomorrow. I I really hope we keep getting these for years to come. I think they're really amazing uh, gateways, and they're also collector items for those that already read them. Jared, Emma, thank you for, for pinch-hitting yeah. from your shows this week. Thank you. Um, Wednesday, Emma, what can folks look forward to on the Cosmic Force? Yeah, big Wednesday, day.
4: big day, big day. It's our uh, one-year show anniversary, which is Yay! really exciting. Um, yes. So if you have a fun memory from our show, uh, you can put it in the Cosmic Force Discord channel. We're going to be reading some of those, and we're going to be talking about some of our personal favorites. Uh, really excited about that. So definitely look forward to uh, some fun memories from the past and also looking forward to the future.
0: I love it. Jared, Thursday's bringing Legends look back. What are we doing?
3: Oh, shoot. Oh, uh, okay. I've got a fun thing happening. (laughs) Tyler from the Cosmic Forest is going to be on. He and I are going to be having a Legends duel to the death. Uh, We are going to be kicking off a contest. (laughs) We're going
2: to be... One you teeny member down? Oh, no!
3: Yeah, I'm going to, like, sharpen my teeth like Bib Fortuna. Um, Absolutely. We are going to kick off a, a contest live on the show. We don't even have it all figured out yet. We're going to hash it out live on air. Very excited about it.
4: He's told wow. me a little bit about it, and all I can say is that you're going to want to be there for it. I'm going to want to be there for it.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: If, if only to moderate What a it, pitch! So that they don't kill each yeah.
5: other.
0: That sounds... <laughs> Incredible! I can't wait for both of your shows, uh, and then just a a, a much smaller tease because, man, I, mean, I think it'll be fun. But next week on Living Force, we will be looking at one of the mainstays of Utini, and that's the foundational five. We're Ooh. starting a new project regarding it, so our first ever conversation about the beginnings of that project may happen next week. So I don't we'll even see. Know what's then happening. that's cool. I uh, know. Yeah, it's it's before the official meetings. We're gonna talk. We're gonna, we're gonna go to the people. We're gonna go to the not people. gonna lie, Eric. We'll you're ideas. scaring me
4: a little bit, but go for it.
0: <laughs> I know we haven't. It's not gonna take place at official meetings, but we're gonna chat about it. What it means to Utini. What it might look like going forward. But as always, folks, tune into your live Utini shows all throughout the week. Check the website tomorrow for all the Queen's Hope coverage. And let us know if you read these essential legends guides. Hit us up in the comments here. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up at Discord. We are everywhere we can be. But, my friends, that'll do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. You support us on Patreon. Thank you so much for doing so. Look forward to the Revenge of the Sith commentary coming your way very soon. A special thank you to OK Endar, Brian Julie, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Matt Billington, Olivia Cloutier, Freddie Seed, and Sally, and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Wes is at Boss Wes. Emma is at Irma Jedi 26 and Jared is at Jared Maze.
3: Q Maze, yep. Q
0: Maze! It's a Q, I always forget the Q. Don't forget the Q. A special thank you to Matt for our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Wes, Emma, and Jared for podcasting me tonight. Thanks to all of you for hanging out and listening. And as always, may the fourth be with you.
1: There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division.